I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh no, wrong podcast. Wrong person. Guys, you're listening to Hardcore Listing here on Distraction Pieces. I'm Jordan Gray. Um, I was supposed to be featured ever so slightly more in the last episode, part one, um, but we had more important, apparently more important things t- uh, to talk about than me. And that's right. I mean, I'm gracious sort of a person, but what I've done is I've come in here to introduce part two. Um, it's a great series. Again, you'd think that that love was reciprocated because I'm a big fan, but I got properly shafted in the last episode. They just, I was sitting like, um, <sighs> all right, this is part two. Um, I can't be fucking bothered, to be honest. Chris and Stu are going to talk about... I mean, at least I'm in this a little bit more. So, um, yeah, enjoy. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. And action. 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 Songs with the word action in. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> Immediate derail of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Not even started. Top five bath mats. <laughs> Is there any songs with the word action in? Um, Top, oh, the uh, time for action. Attra- attraction, does that count? No, diff- completely different word. Well, well, the hyphen, obviously, Chris. I'm not, I'm not a heathen. <laughs> action. It's a good word, action. Why is there not songs with the word action in? You're the guy to do it. You're the guy to make it. Then they'll think, oh, where's Robbie Williams singing about a song about action? This is his worst release to date. <laughs> uh, oh, tweet us in some action based songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag right, listen, action. no, let's just fucking sharp now because yeah. we have just done a whole hour with our guest Jordan <laughs> talking about um, Chrissy's um, enema that he done at home yep. and um, we literally done uh, oh anyway and Jordan uh, tell us a bit about um, what you've been up to um, over the last 10 years which we squeezed into about 5 minutes so we went oh hang on there's a bee coming in the bar and then a bee coming and we had a scene with a bee in a cobweb uh, with a spider Jordan yeah. um, dealt up. with that yeah stepped up and uh, saved a bee. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't know if the spider's since perished. Um, 
But yeah, so in this episode, um, we will he's be, fasting now too. <laughs> we will be getting round to um, Jordan's top five um, comedians mm. that are currently with us that haven't perished. Mm-hmm. And should we just go straight in? Are they in order? Yes, uh, five to one. Right. Yeah. So as, as in like number one is your most favourite or yeah. favourite. Yes. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know the format of the show, boys. Yeah. I'm a I fan. Well, no, you, sometimes, sometimes... you pretty much directed the, the last one because um, <laughs> I was fucking pissed out of my face and it was one of our first ones. So we oh, were, right, yeah, we should we mention, bit, shouldn't we? Yeah, we, we went for it once before, yeah. but now I'm back. And I'm really grateful to be back because while that was a one-of-a-kind night, that's oh, amazing. It was I love spending time here. I was the one that pulled the cable out, so we'd have to record again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's, it. It's good fun, isn't it? Oh, yeah. God, that, that last one we did was, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, we've I've got, got drunk it sort of half recorded, and it's its one of those ones that could one day pop its head out. It's a little lost gem But of, it's right. Uh, the, thing, the things that happen in that, you lose your you lose your marbles doing it. You had to leave, didn't you? Because you were laughing so much. And then didn't I end part, didn't I then with the second part? Everyone left at some point. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird. Yeah, I, I yeah. lost my shit when I, then um, I started talking about my um, deceased grandmother, uh, to which you found the most funniest thing um, you'd ever heard. And uh, and, and, and our friend Ben, who was here, had to leave the, the room because <laughs> he was in hysterical <laughs> laughter at me <laughs> telling a poignant story about my, uh, my grandmother that I, passed I away. I was trying to explain though to Chris on the way to just to give him some comfort. It was a weird sense of camaraderie of like we know you're not laughing at the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's it, you're laughing at the situation that you're in and it escalated. There was too an element much. of like kind hysteria. of some kind of weird cabin fever in here, wasn't yeah. it? It got, so, his, like, it got hysteria. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, it we was all good lost fun. our marbles. I don't know fun. what was in the water that night, but But what's made it even easier is that sometimes like with people like yourself, I know you, but Chris didn't know you and it is quite nice sometimes when it, it once you know everybody knows everyone, you generally find that these flow even yeah. easier and have it's like everyone that? feels more relaxed. Well have you thought about adopting that principle for every guest? You have yes. one fake one yeah. and then yeah. well, well, record. Brett, Brett can't say no to things, can he? So we told him that he would be coming back every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like, is it honoring uh, guests? Yeah. yeah. We're abusive to some guests. We're, yeah. We're I not. love those episodes. I know I said that in the last one, but those, those were so funny, those Brett Goldstein ones. Yeah, he's a fucking funny dude. Yeah, if you didn't, if you didn't listen to it, I don't know why, you slags. Yeah, you um, fucking pricks, go, go and, You're uh, not fans of the podcast. Yeah, go and, go and um, download that one. Yeah, it's and, it's buy, good. and buy some of our T-shirts as well. well we we oh, can yeah. talk about all of that on the... Um, intros. Good, good to see that none of us are actually wearing them. We we could have worn them this evening, couldn't we? Seeing as that it's on on camera. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm repping the, oh, the repping distraction pip. pieces That's in good. a way by extension, but yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, That's good. you could bring Pip's out getting a... paid for fuck's sake. Yeah. He's going to eat off of that, and you know we're going to be. Well, well, I'm not I'm... eating anyway. <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> that jab was it sushi? Is it a, a special? Oh yeah, they when they lay them out like that. Now I'm a vegetarian. Not sure. That's why I saved the bee. Seems a bit. Seems a bit. Naughty, doesn't it? Eating mm. food off a na- naked person. Really, yeah. But never say never. So, <laughs> actually, <laughs> so um, we are, uh, we, we've not even started again. We've not started. We, we keep on derailing. Oh, oh no, number there's five. A, <laughs> there's, a, there's a fucking bear in the garden. Quick, <laughs> Brad, get out there. Do you want to put on this bear suit? Fight <laughs> it. Sorry about the levels. Oh no, two more fifths just come out of Chris's arms. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's I, it. You right? You have to listen to the last episode for that reference. Know about the other. So three there you go. Yeah. Yeah. If this is your first episode, go exactly. Check go out the back, back and listen to uh, back. a breakdown of uh, Chrissy's enema. Right <laughs> for crying out loud, number five. <laughs> I just go boom, boom, boom. Now, see ya. Yeah. Right, my first comedian. Right, we can get our little teeth into this one. Um, comedian that's still alive, very lucrative, and uh, bringing out a lot of stuff all the time. Mr. Joe Rogan. Yes. Right. Mm. And I think it's a good place to start and also to give some context. I'm a transgender person. I remember mentioning that in the last yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I'm not, I don't need to explain what that is. It's 2017. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, and uh, right. So my point is that everyone on this list, bar one, I love them. And yet some of their material is still inherently a little bit transphobic. And yeah. the important thing there is that you can look past that and see that it's a reaction to what's going on at the moment. The bit I'm referring to with Joe Rogan, if you might have seen it, is when he's doing a bit about Bruce Jenner. He brings up Bruce Jenner a lot. Mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, as a trans person, I do have to rep and say, like, that's called dead naming when you use someone's old name. Right. I'm really lucky. I had a gender neutral name, mm. so I've never had to change my name. And it's where so he's... Bet- what is it called? Dead? Dead naming. Okay. Dead naming. Yeah, like, because your name is dead to you, I suppose. If I was going to change my name, it was going to be Olivia. And the reason why is because I like the nice idea name. of... It is versatile because you could have like an Olivia, it's really posh, or a Liv who could get like Rata still and sort of whatever. That's yeah, the spectrum. Yeah, you can dog down the class, right. can't you? When yeah. Required. But with Joe, right, so it's this bit where he's doing the, Kate, uh, doing the Jenna sisters as these demons that are taking over Bruce's mind. And it reminded yeah. me of Bill Hicks's Goat Boy mm-hmm. sketch, that whole bit. And it's so expertly oh. done. Right. Yeah. And... Uh, kudos to him it's an amazing performance really transphobic and and it, it's the the reason why is because the joke is at the expense of Caitlyn Jenner whereas you get comedians mm-hmm. so this guy's not on my list but Mr. Jim Norton mm. his most recent special is called Mouthful of Shame and it's yeah. about his interest in trans women but yeah. none of the jokes are at trans women's expense yeah. or his expense for being into them there's some yeah. humiliating stuff but he, he's never like oh guys I know it's a bit weird but I like trans so there's some comedians are doing it right and some are slacking a little bit I'm going to let you guys talk now this is your show no, I'm sorry we're Rogan fans aren't we I'm not, yeah. I'm not too sure if this person's going to come up in your list so I don't want to say but I saw a few specials I know the other you're thinking day, of, I think and I was like oh this is good this is good this is good and he goes to trans jokes and he's he's not he's a bit off key on right. it that person I, I know that you're talking about and it's not on the list so you can say it Chappelle. Imagine if it was. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. No, oh, sure def- like, yeah. he's, he's been saying trans jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he's off the list. Um, uh, yeah. Dave Chappelle special. Please yeah. carry on because that's a really poignant uh, observation. Definitely. I My, my favourite comedians as we go through this, my number one is... Jim Davidson. Phil. <laughs> cool. Phil Cole. He's <laughs> <laughs> is, is so un-PC it's untrue. But he's... you understand that he understands what he's saying and the offence calls and he gets the beats perfect and that's the, one of the most important things I think in comedy is like you know however offensive you're going to get better be funny and also are you self aware of how you're tackling that subject and Dave is uh, he, he's fuck it he killed it I thought, I thought these two stand ups were really good these very, two very good. they're really funny aren't they yeah. and I'm like wow he's back but he does a couple of trans bits and and, and and it to me it was just off the mark and I, and and I'm not I'm not completely I, I don't I'm I'm not up to date with everything I'm not the most culturally and you know up to date with everything Definitely and what's not. what's correct yeah, in, in society as we're all aware completely. but even yeah. I was kind of like oh my, I mean that's not 
that's not. And I, I was watching it with Pip and the pair of us, like we were laughing, laughing, laughing. And it got into that. And I noticed me, the pair of us were kind of like, yeah. and we, we just weren't, we weren't, we weren't digging it. Cause I don't think he's kind of trying to make it inclusive. That's the, that's the point. Slapping and un- yeah. unaware, you know, unaware that he's actually giving them a bit of a kick in with well, a few of the side comments. He yeah. says, it's kind of like, now that's how I know that, that side comment is your thought process. And it's not evil, but it's yes. it's ignorant and a bit. Well, know. that's the whole thing. The trying to tap into the common market or whatever, to their to their people and and reflecting what they think. So he make a joke that he thinks his audience can relate to. He's off the mark. That says a lot about uh, these comics' perception of society. Yeah. And like, is that whole thing uh, of like your Facebook feed? You choose what you want to see nowadays. You exit. Yeah. So if all the people around him are telling him, yeah, that's that's what people are thinking right now. That's the state of things. And he's only reading articles that are trashing trans people. He, he wasn't deliberately supposed to be mean. That's the point. He no. was just trying to be funny. And it, and you can tell the majority of his audience were like, oh, that's a bit behind. It's hacky. That's the shame. It's not even yeah. that it's nasty. Mm. It's that he's, you're like, you're the, one of the best comedians in the world, man. Step it up. And then there's people who we'll get to later that are doing it right, properly right. Anyway, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. <laughs> so, well, it's weird with Rogan. If like, if, if, I imagine if anyone's listening to a podcast, then they're probably aware of who Joe Rogan sure. is because he's yeah. podcast. He's, he's certainly a massive influence on me. Um, yeah. um, I wasn't aware of Joe Rogan, the comedian. Um, I stumbled across Joe Rogan through my love of UFC. And right, yeah. he's uh, a very, very knowledgeable on it. And, and he's the um, commentator for the UFC. And, uh, and then from that, started to listen to his podcast and obviously he's a funny guy and uh and yeah and since found out obviously he's been a stand-up in the states for for years very successful and uh yeah and generally has lots of other great stand-ups on his show on or quite quite regular um yeah a couple that i think are in your list this evening as well oh, i imagine they probably are oh yes i know yeah. one of them to be yeah, for sure definitely yeah. yeah well i love him for that i love that he um he's always asking questions i think he can be defined by that there's probably his defining characteristic is that he's always revi- reviewing his belief systems definitely. and stuff smart guy yeah oh my god yeah what, what is that what is that when you treat your self-teaching what is that called a polymath an autodidactic polymath there you go and that's what he is and he's he's a he's an epitome of that and you you discover that through. I I agree with you, Chris. It's an epitome of an autodidactic polymath. Autodidactic means you um you teach yourself, and a polymath means in various all different areas. Like poly being varied, yep. different math meaning areas. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Do yeah, you want so us you... to draw a picture because you look confused. You look like I'm showing a dog a card trick right now. It's going <laughs> right over your head, mate. In it. I'm fine. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, sorry, uh, yeah. you're taking some kind of intellectual <laughs> high ground taking, on me yeah. when we've just spent the last hour talking about what fucking dickhead you are with a jar of dickhead instant coffee. Or how healthy I am. You're a maverick. <laughs> Don't say that. Enema maverick. <laughs> that is a great name for a stuntman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Enema Maverick. Yeah, in, in the scat industry, anyway. <laughs> Just when they're about to explode. And cut. Enema Maverick! <laughs> I'm so glad we're filming this episode as well. That's a great accompaniment. Oh, 
Oh dear. Sorry, I'm sorry for being horrible as usual. That's but yes, right. that is what Joe, Joe Rogan is. For sure. <laughs> right, He's no. not horrible. He's quite nice. You've got, <laughs> a, you've got to divorce the analogy of the scat go from that sentence. That's what Joe <laughs> <Yeah>. Rogan is. <laughs> yes. The embodiment of a scat. So, so how, how did you um, discover Joe Rogan? I, I like a lot of my favourite comics. Bill Burr's another one, not on this list, but I've, I've found them initially, superficially, really aggressive. And then I've, yes. uh, when I reviewed yeah. my... Um, my life, like I'm becoming a, a stand-up comedian now. I think I'm in enough to say that I am an aspiring comic now. Um, I thought it was really important to go back and, and look at the stuff that I thought I would never be interested in. That's really cool. Probably fell in love with Joe Rogan stuff. I mean, he's had a really weird, varied TV career, hasn't he? Um, mm. Fear Factor. Yeah, Fear Factor. That one where he disproves the, or tries to prove or disprove the, the uh, Bigfoot and the moon landing and stuff. That's oh, I've not seen that. Conspiracy one. It's on Netflix. Um, other streaming services are available. It's really, Ooh. really weird. But then I think now this is this podcast he does. He goes the other way with it. He spent a whole episode, didn't he? On well, he does a lo- load of them on the moon landing and fossils and stuff. Yeah. And and with Eddie Bravo, yeah. Um, and he, and disprove uh, uh, with a, sort of putting his foot down for reason instead of yeah. just a conspiracy yeah. for, for the sake mm. of it. Um, I don't know when his last special was. I say these these are working comics, but he's certainly still producing content, and that was my main yeah. point. I want people to go a bit to be able to go away and see these people and get attached to their journeys, not, not that are on the tail end. He's going places. He's, he's gathering steam. Completely, he's a he's a forward thinking individual. He's, he, he he uses he smokes a lot of weed and he does a lot of lateral thinking. So he explores different possibilities. So. A lot of people who are very intelligent are intelligent in a sort of linear sort of way. They've learned a lot and they can regurgitate that, but they're not thinking of different options and, and thinking around situations. I and can Joe, see in Joe your eyes, that. you're putting yourself in that category. Oh, I'm right. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm a terrible linear thinker. So I'm all right at lateral thinking, which is great. It's creative, but I can't follow things through because I severely lack in the sort of linear sort of uh, thinking. Street department. smarts, yeah. my mum used to call it. Street smarts. That's mm. it. Not none of that book learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got street smarts. You're very, you're, you're very grounded. And Talking to Stu, right? Stuart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that was Is a that you saying response. that you're? I love you. <laughs> Is that you saying that I'm not um, very linear? No, no, you are linear. You're very, you, you, you're very logical, and you think things through and meticulous. No, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. I'm not, said... I'm not slagging you off. That's just me being. I know it's weird. You're kind of like, where's the punch? Yeah, coming I don't from? know what's, what's happening. No, there. no, no. I, I generally think that. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to? No, no. Leave it there. Now? Leave yeah. it. Number right four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, say so Joe. You guys are into Joe. We like yeah. that. Joe yeah. gets I'm, the tick from I'm us. Not a, like his stand-up is good. It's it's solid. Yeah. Um, he there's loads of stuff on YouTube with Joe and his stand-up as well, and him uh, dealing with hecklers, which is really interesting. Watch, yeah. Seen all that. I feel like he's a perfect reflection of society at the time that he does his stand-ups. Yeah. Like, so he's he's being authentic, but he really is voicing what he, I think the the voice of the people at the time that he does them, and I like that. That's mm-hmm. really important. Yeah. Um, Chris was saying on the way here, it's important that people obviously stick to their guns if they've got an opinion, they maintain it, and then you. That's a good way of vetting your audience, yeah. thinning the crowd to the people that you just want to be there, and he does that, but he's still he's yeah he's never behind the times. Yeah. Equally, never ahead of the, of the time. Yeah. So that's why he's number five on this list. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a weird but cool assessment. Okay. Sorry. Tell me that. Yeah, no, good good choice. And uh, yeah, good good chat about old uh, Mr. Rogan. Oh, yeah. That's it. So shall we move, shall we slip into number four? Why are you trying to be sexy now? 
I'm the I'll first woman you've had in ever, no? Yeah, yeah. Am, am I the first female? No, I'm not the first female guest. Gail Porter. Right, of course. Amazing episode. Yeah. Yeah. Go check yeah. that one out. Yeah, 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 she's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. But did she have her tits out at the time? No. Did she have her tits out? I, I was she did. picturing yeah. that she did. Yeah. Yeah. That was an amazing episode. She was really cool. Yeah. She was really cool. And we haven't heard back from the our, on from Gail. Our, our invite to the, the pub call. But we haven't, I haven't texted it to her. I just said, check out the start of yeah. such and such. Yeah. Because because we was going to go to a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And, and then I was like, well, pub call. Yeah. And she's like, pub call, motherfucker. I want zombies. So yeah. we'll have to arrange that. That's I've been I'm to afraid. that zombie experience. If the one, it's the one you're talking about. Oh, we haven't settled. What, the one, one in the shopping centre? The huge shopping centre? It's Oh, it's underground thing. Serious though. They Did you go to a secret Ooh. nuclear bunker one? Yeah, I think it was that one. Um, well, it was outside of London. And it was... Right. Uh, it, they use rounds like blank rounds with guns and chainsaws. It's serious. It was really serious. Holy shit. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. It was loud down there terrifying and it schisms off into four different stories so you can do the same experience four times and get a different thing each time depends where the, you're parted in the crowd it's a oh, serious right, big Did deal you get a gun no <laughs> no but you can bring your own <laughs> <laughs> I um, I freaked out I got too into the story and really? I, I, I felt empathy for these people that were being torn apart and there's at times where they cleverly go guys help and then you're like how and you're running around trying to get props and things and what you're invested you? you're really invested you can yeah. hurt yourself. You could hurt yourself in yeah, there. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It sounds a lot like the alien war that I used you to You don't go need to. to go there then, do you? Mm-hmm. That, I was, do. that was The alien one was the one you got barred yeah. from, wasn't it? I didn't get barred. I just... Went I every I got, week I got to the sick, point where I, I knew you were and didn't like it. I got a bit sick of me because <laughs> I'd thrown myself at the alien. <laughs> Take me! And the alien would go, not you, where's the plant? But anyway... <laughs> That's Ingratiating yourself to the point where they think you're part of the cast is a little bit too far. Go against its complete nature and go. <laughs> you never saw that in an alien movie. Just to no, give it context, no, you if you're listening. second guessed its victim, I'm going to fucking eat your brains. Not you. <laughs> and there's me going, get me! <laughs> I'm really hollering into the microphone. I'm too excited. I need you to. are, aren't you? Dial it down a little. Oh, the, you Turn it down any sugar. Where's that coffee enema, mate? Yeah. Yeah, you're still churning out a fifth. You've, you've got a fifth left. You do look healthier. I didn't. I tell you what, before I picked up Jordan, I was fucking white as a sheep. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I've been white as a sheep before during the podcast, but that's for another day. Let's not talk about it. Ironically, that sheet is no longer white. <laughs> it's brown and it's now guest sheet. <laughs> Um, who's at four? <laughs> right, so there's a female comedian. I don't know why I have to phrase it like that. She's a comedian. Yeah. Right? So there's a comedian called Maria Bamford. Right. right? Maria yes. Bamford. Um, Lady Dynamite is her new series. Uh, well, not new. It's newish on Netflix. Uh, and it's a autobiographical, but with a sort of, I guess you call it magical realism. It goes in some weird places. Maybe not magical. Her new special is called Old Baby. I love her because she just goes off on a tangent. And I think it's because you can, everything that's coming out of her mouth it's like a stream of consciousness, almost. There's so little planning involved. She's 40 when she got her first, like a big proper break. And she's one of the comedians of comedy from that show with, um, okay, so Zach Galifianakis was on the tour. Um, uh, uh, there's, well, there's a few of them. Check that out, the comedians of comedy. That's, a, that's an amazing. It's a documentary about these um, four comics that decided to do a sort of a punk tour. Sarah Silverman was a part of the same group, but wasn't on that tour. Right. A Tig Notaro, similar sort of crowd. They will know each other. Anyway, yeah, uh, I love her, and she's a bit underrated, in my opinion, even in America. Yeah, certainly. Um, 
it's one of those ones where I had to look up Maria Bamford yep. to know who it, who it was um, last time round, obviously. And uh, yeah, but when you when you look at her, you're like, oh yeah, she is pretty fucking funny, to be honest with you. But yeah, are you familiar with much of her no. stuff, bud? No. no. In, in the uh, series, in this series about her life, she has this scene and it's a brilliant portrayal of the sort of surrealist comedy she does. She's in her place of work. I think she's a data enter or something and there's the guy by the water cooler and everyone's laughing and they're like oh he's like the office like comedian you know he says the funniest stuff he's not a comic he's just a it's so middle of the road boring stuff um and then someone goes hey maria you're a comedian right and she's like no no no." she doesn't want to get involved because it's so different they're like go on do a bit of your stuff and she goes into some of her surrealist comedy she's like uh so um i'm expecting uh twins I decided to call one of them, uh, like, Schäfergrafgurnigan, and the other one, uh, the Golden Eagle. I know what you're thinking. How do I know they're both boys? <laughs> a mother just knows. A mother just knows. <laughs> and like, the, to dead silence in the office, and they go back to this comedian. And that's the sort of thing she does. You have to be on her wavelength, otherwise it's not, you yeah. wouldn't enjoy it. There's a bits of old baby where I lost my way. You can't pause it. It's like, I want to say the wire. <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't leave it. You've got to stay, stick with it, but worth it. She's like, it gives me hope as well. They say comedy doesn't have an age limit. There's no expiration date. And all my favorite comedians, most of the ones on this list, they're in their 40s and 50s and they're on the top of their game. Best they've ever been. World tours and stuff. So, you know, that's, I've come why, from. Why, why did you decide to do comedy? Because it's uh, transient and ephemeral. And I love that responsibility of once it's done, I have to think of new jokes. I can't keep doing the same jokes forever. Whereas with the comedy, uh, with the music, I write a song that meant something to me when I was 18. I'm 38 playing that same song yeah, yeah, without the sincere emotion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a meritocracy. I feel like you've got to be funny. You can't fake being funny. If someone laughs, you, by definition, then you, you're funny. You made them laugh. There's yeah. comedians that I never will, I'm not out of principle, I just don't laugh at. But they have to be funny because mm. they're selling out stadiums and people yeah. are laughing. Yeah. For example, maybe you guys have got people in your mind. Lee Evans. I have so much mm. respect for that man. I've never laughed out loud at a single thing he's ever done. I just know he must be funny. Yeah. And I know people, um, one of my exes was the biggest Lee Evans fan. And to be fair, I do find him funny. I do like his sort of, uh, a lot of his sort of slap, slapstick behaviours and impersonations. I, f- I think it is funny. It's not, it's not like higher tier for me. Sure, but, but he's yeah, doing right. well. He does yeah. like... Um, he's got, um, his comedy's physical as well, isn't it? And we spoke about this with... Ramesh and Brett on the uh, Christmas Trump cast. Yeah, yeah, he's... Obviously, it's very visual what a lot of he does, isn't he? Mm-hmm. His, his characteristics are kind so, yeah. of very key to his, his show. But, um, he, he's catering for a wider audience than someone like Maria, who is yeah. very, very happy. That's a great bit of advice I heard was just let, invite people into your world. In fact, don't even invite them. Leave the door open and do what you're doing and people will wander in and if they like it, they'll stay there. They'll stay, yeah. And, and that's they don't, well, that's cool. As long as you stay true, as long as you stay true. I mean, it doesn't mean to say... Don't ever think, oh, that that joke was funny or not funny, but I'm going to keep on doing it. But it's your style, isn't it? And well, you want to attract people. Yeah, maybe three or four times you do a joke before yeah. you decide to retire it if it's really not working. I got a joke that my girlfriend said was really boring and I've made it work now and it yeah. didn't get any laughs. And it was to do with her. She's from Czech Republic. And I go on there and I'm like, oh, my girlfriend's from Czech Republic. I think she might be Chinese, <laughs> maybe a bit Mexican. And then I say, um, <clears throat> oh, we visited her family in her home country last year and it was snowing. I have thus deduced in my mind that she's not Hawaiian. Yeah. But apart from that, I have no idea. And it didn't work the first four or five yeah. times. And it's only that bit of phrasing, rephrasing it. And I stay true, like you say, Chris. I've, I've, uh, I'm loving it, man. I think it's going all right. 
How many you done? How many sort of... Uh... Four stand-up sets. Yeah. And I'm introducing comedy to the rest. Things are going super... Oh, I'm Standing Calling Festival. I'm doing comedy at Standing Calling this year. So that's pretty wow. cool. So I've got like Grace Jones and Chainsmokers. I'm be behind Shit. her. I'm doing my <laughs> mime. No, I'm not doing that. Um, so I'm in the comedy tent. It's, uh, I get, I'm lucky, aren't I? Because I've just been on reality TV. Well, not just, but you get afforded a lot of... Uh, a lot of like... You get a bit more, you know. Uh, <laughs> pass it, more, let's pass it around to someone. Well, I mean, you, you're, you're um, you, you was team privileges. Paloma, mm. Team Paloma on the voice. Now, yes, she's very, very kind of colourful and eccentric, and very intelligent woman as well. Grace Jones is different level though, isn't she? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get to see Grace Jones like that's different level, like that's. Uh, Groundbreaking. She's fierce. Like, Total and, diva. Um, Do you remember when she did the hula hoops at the Queen's Jubilee yep. singing? Amazing. Oh, mate, that was. And that's like, not even yeah. top ten weirdest things yeah. she's ever done. No, no, yeah. that, but that was just impressive. She put yeah. um, she put a book out last year, and I've um, I've not read it. Um, cool story. So and then uh, <laughs> you've been waiting ages to say cool story, ain't cool you? Story, Yep. I drop cool story, bro, pretty much once a day during our phone calls because you, you would tell me something really uninteresting. <laughs> Stop um, fucking phoning me every five minutes. <laughs> He's trying to do his enemas, Julie. Leave him alone. Oh, God. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, this, this medium wouldn't work without the YouTube. Yeah. It's so much improved. Um, <laughs> I chose not to um, go with Grace Jones's book and for my recent holiday, which can't I will tell. <laughs> Uh, you're about the holiday at some point, but that's a podcast in itself it on how bad a holiday can be. Um, but I went for Belinda Carlisle's. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I can't recommend that enough. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, I, did, I did have a crush on oh, She was Belinda. lovely. But, um, but I loved that. That's, you could feel that was going to go two ways. It went to the really nice, it imploded yeah, into really polite. She was lovely. And yeah. she's, yeah. And it, but my God, did she do some drugs? Like, the most insane party girl you have ever met. No fucking Well, she way. was in the Go-Go's. I don't know if you know right. about who the Go-Go's mm, are. I've heard a few bits. Um, they were like, you haven't, have you? <laughs> Just on the grapevine, you've had like, a few. Go-Go's were like, I've seen a few of their movies. They were like a kind of <laughs> early 80s kind of um, girl pop yeah. punk kind I, of I'm, I'm loosely aware. Belinda Carlisle. Remember? With the singer. Easily <laughs> aware. With Jane Wilding. Remember no, Rush Hour? That's on Rush Hour? No, I wouldn't. I don't. No. Okay. no well, I'll stop talking about that book anyway because he's got nothing to no, do with it. No, go on. Podcast, she she but, was a party uh, animal. I never, ha I never had like, a down for that. Like she looked kind of wholesome, but maybe that's just because the ones I saw were. Maybe she was older when she was doing her own stuff and he seemed more wholesome. What was that? <sighs> Circling in I, the I, sand or something? Yeah, she I, think she, I think she stopped being like an absolute cocaine fiend <laughs> maybe seven, eight years ago. No, like oh from the age of like from well, the go go's in the early 80s, right the way through, it was oh my bananas, God. like, yeah, we really down too wild, yeah, yeah, <laughs> bananas. Uh, <laughs> well, 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 for me, anyway, look, we're digressing yet again. This, this it's easy though, isn't it? It's easy it to, is. to it let is. our minds wander. Um, so Marie, Marie, Ma Bamford. Maria Bamford, I, I won't say too much more about it, but I do recommend people go and check her out. And where's the what's the best thing to check her out on? Oh, right. that that TV show first before the special because that's like taking a big chunk and going in heavy. And that's the, on Netflix. Both on Netflix. Old Baby is the special, and Miss no Lady Dynamite is the right. series, and it's autobiographical. She went into an institution, like came out again, not drug related, just psychological related, um, and 
it's it's amazing. She draws tragedy from that. Uh, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is another one of the people. He's in it as well, and he was one of the comedians of comedy. It's they, they've they've changed my life. These people, like, so I speak about them with a gravitas if I could, but I'm still learning. Speaking of rehab, you didn't respond to that um, thing I took a picture of the other day regarding Ant or Deck going into rehab for drink. I think I must have missed it. I think it was Ant, wasn't it? Ant McPark. Then I was busy. I was busy not eating. Mm. Um. I'm sure it's quite sad what's ever yeah, happened to him. Yeah. But I think one of the, the tabloids put the story out and and my mate decided to read all the like the, the kind of messages of support and, oh. um, you know, um, so sad, you know, be strong and stuff like that. Someone put on there... <laughs> um, <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> when he was a younger guy, um, he had an awful paintballing accident <laughs> and bounced back from that, so I'm sure he'll do it again, <laughs> which I just thought was inspired. <laughs> and this person straight away just went, it's no laughing matter. And I was really like straight at him and I just thought, oh, if he typed it, when he typed that, he must have just clicked enter and just thought, Good work. Is is that is that a biker grove reference? Oh right, okay. He got I shot mean, in the yeah, eyes, didn't right. he? Went blind. Internet, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that anyone who's running a paintball company at that time was like, "What are you fucking <laughs> going on about?" Like two paintballs hit him. The second he takes his glasses off, two paintballs hit him like that, straight <laughs> in both eyes. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And at nine, it was horrific. Right, let's, um, um, I might have a picture of that on the. Oh, mate, I love the fact someone left that in the comments. I wonder, I don't know what I prefer. Like the fact that someone's completely switched on and, and articulated that and thought, there we go, or someone who completely thought that that, <laughs> that happened. Yeah, I was along for the ride until I realised I, I just picked up the Biker Grove <laughs> thing. Spooky. You right there, mate? <laughs> just, check, <laughs> just checking your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we don't want to. Uh, what's happening on Instagram? Diverge. <laughs> don't, he was <laughs> he was involved in a horrific paintball accident when he was young. He showed great strength to come back from that. I'm sure he can do it again. Um, look, I like a laugh as much as anyone though. <laughs> but I'm sure. But I'm pretty damn sure jokes like this aren't very appropriate at this testing time. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, mate. Here we go, the comedy police. Save, the, save the day Absolute again. Absolute gold. I love it. Okay. Um. Shall we move tiptoe on to number three? Number three is, so we've recorded this a, a few times. This yes. is the, yep. this is the, the I was going to say the penultimate time. Yes. I won't, no, it's not. It's the final time. Yes. You don't want it to be the penultimate time. This is the only one I've changed from that last time. Okay. okay. And I was I'm in an in, but I can't not say Louis C.K. Just can't. It's, yep. it's not only is he crushing it yeah. by virtue of his skill, not just, yeah, he's worked so blooming hard. His, his philosophies are amazing. Um, but he's the only one of only a few comics that I can say is dealing with transgender material the right way. It's just funny. Yeah. It's just funny. Yeah, I can't fault it. Is. Yeah. He is. And, and, and he is dealing with the material in the right way. Yeah. And I think, is he the world? Obviously, Kevin Hart is the biggest, probably, in terms of financial. I think he's the highest earning. Yeah, Kevin Hart. smashing it. 
Um, but I, I would say number two would probably be Louis C.K. at the moment. Uh, maybe. Yeah, and Bill Burr is being described as the new Louis C.K., which is weird because Louis going strong. That 2017 yeah. special that just came out, amazing. Yeah, it's very Really, funny. really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what the TV show... Oh, so he just co-produced this thing called Baskets with Zach Galifianakis where he wants oh, to be a clown. It's It's in this generation of sad comms, they're calling it. Which they didn't coin the idea, but it's this really dramatic. There's no laughter track, or obviously, it's just these comic, uh, these these uh, sitcoms that just go really tragic, like bleak, Louis, like Louis bleak did. As fuck, yeah, yeah really big. The one that he punts a load of, again, a big reason why. Bleak like, or like bleak. sweet and sincere or bleak. bleak, bleak, but but the moments are right. So normal comedy. It pulls the rug out from under you. You laugh and you land really safely, and you're like, "All oh, right, this is just we're just long for the ride." These it sort of doesn't. The moments are there, so you need them to happen. You're waiting for them. You're asking for a bit of relief. The episodes don't always end with a nice resolution, not or a cliffhanger. Really yeah. weird, actually. Yeah, yeah. But I would super recommend it. Which is the sign of an excellent series, if you ask me. Right. If you need to put some like candy sweet little tempt, oh, come back next week, come back next week. Then how strong is your story? No, I think Twenty Four is a good example of that. Twenty Four was very good to start with. I hear. I've seen it. But then, like, it's like, oh, oh, you've got to de- de-arm the bomb. What's This is what's going to happen next episode. You've got to watch it. But, you know, clever writers don't always leave on a ha- cliffhanger. They're like, you know, there's enough, there should be enough there in the body of what I've done during that episode for you to go, I want to yep. watch the next episode. And, and and also, he's really brave because he did, he, he financed his first sort of outing, which was Absolutely, Horace and, yeah. uh, was it Horace and Pete? I can't remember. Um, now. So, that, well, that's not even, that's not too old, is it? No, no. Well, that's another yeah. one. They did an amazing thing with that show. So Horace and... What's it, what's I it? Know, I want to say Pete, but I think I'm wrong. It's got... Uh, uh, Belu- not Belushi. The guy from um, Boardwalk Empire. What's his name? Steve. Steve Buscemi's in it, yeah, right? Yeah. And they did this amazing thing where they... It's not got a laughter track, but it looks like it's filmed for a live studio audience. I don't know if it is. No, it can't be because there's no laughter track. <laughs> but they put a laughter track in just to show us the psychology. It was like, this, this scene could be so much more funny and easy... There's no laughter track there. And it's yeah. really weird and dramatic. It's so cool. So he's looking like four moves ahead, Louis C.K., with everything he does. And his stand-up's perfect. He always comes in. Just, there's a classic line, like the the rape jokes. Like, everyone, I think everyone gets one. Louis is the one that I just remember. First thing I remember him here, he's like, like, rape is, I don't think we need to say that rape is bad. Unless you want to have sex with someone <laughs> and they don't want to have sex with you, then yeah. it's, the perfect thing it's perfect. <laughs> and that's removing it completely from the moral context yeah. it's just talking about it mechanically we know he's sincere like in his beliefs yeah. that it's wrong he's a genius he's such a genius I think he has a re- I think why he's so successful is because he really has an honest understanding of humanity and humanity inside himself yeah. all the good and, and a it's lot warm. of the shit he's yeah, like so he's, warm he talks about being uh, and like how selfish he how selfish he can be what he's thinking about his kids or how he wants like when when his kid got in an argument with another kid at school and he's like fuck that other kid he oh my wants god to yeah hit him in the face and and uh and he talks about <laughs> he's, he's gonna make friends <laughs> make friends with the kid's dad and woo him and then have sex with him because he's prepared to <laughs> not uh, call him back yeah <laughs> yeah and so, they're yeah. not calling him back because he's prepared to confuse himself sexually <laughs> to punish that kid well you got to look after your kid you know <laughs> and it's like it's yeah, he's such genius. He's um, he just gave a speech because George, when George Carlin passed, and it, he chokes up at the end. It's making me really emotional thinking about it because he was he says in it he's like I'm sorry I was supposed to end funny but I can't right now. Is this is one thing that yeah. is so sincere and you don't expect that of Louis C.K. Yeah. Um, and is the whole thing he got from it 
Louis is famous for chucking out his material every year and writing a whole new hour. That's his yep. philosophy, and that's something he got from George Carlin. Um, and to see that heritage, especially I'm, I'm like a baby in the comedy world. It's such a privilege to come in and I can see these, uh, these heritage. Like you can see who came from what and from what. I didn't think I would. Like I never watched the Steve, the Richard Pryor special in my life, thinking I'd need to. And I thought I'll do it for research purposes. And he is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And yeah, just Louis feels like a continuation of a great lineage. I just want to be near that scene yeah. of gold. So um, I have a lot of respect for the man. Fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Poignant. Yeah. Collins in my top three. For shizzle. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. For oh, we didn't say that, did we? In the last one, we we listed our top five ones that are dead in the last episode. Part yeah. One. Um, we do George Carlin mentions, won't we? Actually, could it, maybe I chuck in a few honourable mentions now? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, I love. Alan Partridge, who is, of course, a fictional character. Yep. Steve Coogan's incredible, but I like Alan Partridge more than I like Steve Coogan. So, right. so I can't put him in there by good conscience. Also, I don't know what he's working on at the moment. I know he's always in movies, Steve Partridge. Coogan. Oh, of course, right, yeah. Um, yeah. Scissored Isle, which has yeah. got a new thing. That's amazing. Um, I quote Partridge more than anything my whole life. Yeah. Uh, that, that and... Yeah, I, I won't say that one because it might be on your list. I, I'm, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. yeah, that definitely. Yeah. But uh, Partridge... You, well, if you ever listen to Truncast, me and Pip yeah. quote it constantly. Yeah. You did it when we came in. You did the football thing, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, I, um, on the radio, so I've got this Phoenix FM radio show, and there's a blanket rule: don't go too partridge with it because it's so yeah. easy to bring yeah. your radio. And I came out of Eminem the other day. <laughs> this isn't a partridge <laughs> quote, but it's as if he was speaking through me. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> so it finished. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Alan's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> I was like, I can feel Alan coming through me. Oh, let me see if it's on here because I can play it. What's that one? The, the football one. Real life Alan that I, I, I sent oh, right. it to Pip the other day. Um, okay. I hope it's on here because if it is, it's it's pretty damn I've, funny. I've not caught. I've so like not caught loads of the new partridge. So Mid morning matters. Of, I'm sat on yeah. a load of gold that I haven't actually dug into yet. I honestly would argue that mid morning matters is funnier than. Land and wow. it's, I think the continuation is amazing. Right, here we go. Right. Okay, so this is... Please um, play a bit of a porn on your phone, <laughs> Mr. Dent. <laughs> right. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Amazing. Oh, yeah. That's very partridge. It's great that he's such an iconic character that you can feel it just happening in conversation. Not a quote, yeah, 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 but you're like, yeah. no, that's a partridge thing. Yeah, that yeah, could totally. come out of his mouth. I, um, I, I, I see a little thing that Liam Gallagher uh, had done an interview with, um, with Noisy, and, uh, <laughs> and I just caught a little bit of it, and they were talking about um, uh, some acts Coogan come up in, in the conversation. He said that he, he partied with him when Coogan was partying hard Yeah. in the uh, uh, sort of mid-'90s. And said that they'd been out, and he said, I can't remember where we ended up, but it was like carnage. He said, like, I just woke up the next day, and I was in bed with Steve Coogan. <laughs> and, uh, but he said that... Um, Fucking hell. He said, obviously, uh, we had our clothes on. But he said, all I remember is him just, like, just looking over and thinking, who's that? And he, he said, like, literally, I, I, think, I could not think of a better way to wake up. He said, he just threw the covers back and went, oh! <laughs> and I just thought, that must have been amazing! <laughs> But yeah. do, you, do, you, do you watch like, the trip and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Really, really cool. And uh, that's I think that's another level of genius when you can be so aware of yourself that you can play an exaggerated version of yourself yeah. and dial it up and down. Yeah. It's yeah. not a super exaggerated character. Yeah. Like everyone that's in extras, yeah. like all them celebrities, they play themselves, but really yeah. exaggerated versions. Yeah. I can't tell if... I don't know for for sure if Alan Partridge isn't the real guy yeah. and he's playing Steve Coogan <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah. his life. It's amazing. But I, th- I thought... Um, says that Partridge is, a, you know, there's a fair few, there's quite a lot of him in... Yeah. There was a lot, I mean, obviously that's Winterbottom, isn't it? Um, the trip, as was 24-hour party people. Right. And right. I think there was a lot of Coogan in the way he played Tony Wilson yeah. as well. I think it was, yeah, as much as I'm sure he was thrilled to get that role. But like there was loads, of, well, there's lots of similarities in there, very egotistical and, yeah. and you know. Uh, but I, you know, I, I think he's on, on Buxton's podcast. I think when Coogan went on there, have you listened to that? No, oh, no, no Steve no, Coogan no. and Buxton's mm. podcast oh, is okay. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to probably one of the best podcasts out there. Heavyweight. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. And uh, go and listen to Coogan on that because that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Alan Partridge. Yeah, so my honourable mention because it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'd love it too, too much. I watch it more than any of the other comedians I've been on there. Yeah. But yeah, sadly, it doesn't make the list. Did what? you watch Saxondale? Because you've been tough. No, I didn't watch Saxondale either. See, I love Saxondale. It, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cracking. It was a lot more sort of subtle. Okay. But um, but yeah, that's worth a look if you're a Coogan fan and... Yeah, that that was brilliant, that was. Um, oh, I do have this weird divide between him and Alan, as he does. I mean, that's his yeah. thing, isn't it? He's, mm. he's up on a pedestal now. But no, he's funny and stuff. He's, he's really funny in Tropic Thunder. I thought he was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's very funny in that. Yeah. Other uh, honourable mentions? 
Oh, uh, I think Jim Norton does deserve a mention yeah. because of what he's doing with the trans material as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because he's on my new show. On yeah. The, yeah. Go back to episode six of the Extraordinary Show on Mixcloud and have a right old good chat with Jim Norton. And it looks like I might even be going out and seeing him in New York. I do know him to be interested in transgender women, though, and he's very open about that. So maybe yeah, this yeah. is just a <laughs> like that, like, transatlantic a booty bit call. Of a red flag there. I love yeah. him. He's no, really no, cool. Come, come out. We'll get drunk and whatever. We'll see yeah. what happens. <laughs> see where it goes. He's um. He's, Can I bring my yeah. fiance? No, I don't know. Just one flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one way. But he's. I think it's great. I underrated him before. Bill Burr is doing really amazing things. Yeah. Another one I wouldn't have looked at. I thought he was really aggressive, and he's really open about. He'll try and deal with the transgender issue and all sorts of stuff, but um, he plays through that. He, he uh, he's ignorant, so other people don't have to be almost. So people get to listen to him, and they they're like, "I can relate to this guy. Let's work this out together." Yeah. So that's really cool. Kate McKinnon, it's really cool. Oh my she's god, good. Yeah. Uh, she played uh, the geeky one in the new Ghostbusters remake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of people, man. Especially now that I'm doing it more and more. There's people that are coming up that are incredible. Um, oh, Goldry, Paul. I don't know. I've I've got I've been really fortunate. I've got to hang out with a lot of people that are um, on their way up, and I hope to be one of those soon. It's going well. Would Come you? see me do yeah. stand up. Yes, we really do want to yeah. do that. That'd be great. Yeah, if you, <laughs> as long as you don't mind. Yeah, we'll sit yeah. at the back. Yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll, I won't fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like if you send us over some dates of when you're playing, then we'll put them up on That'd our social smashing. media as well. Yeah, for that's sure. really uh, sweet. If you think we'll holler about it when we when we play. We'll Definitely. Yeah, yeah holler at your girl. We're going to um, put this one out maybe next week. I think so. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, it come oh right, we're kids. Mm. All right then. Yeah. I know the other one we sat on for about a trillion years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one I think we'll get that out nice and quickly. So we're at. Three. three. That was Louis that C.K. Was three. three. So three. Uh, Joe Rogan, Marie and Bamford, Louis C.K. We're climbing the stairs. Let's do it. Let's do it. Two. Right. <laughs> you will. Um, I, I'm sure you guys can both relate. Always been a hero of mine. Uh, Mr. Ricky Gervais. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. Stu, yes. you came in quick there. What's your experience of Ricky? What's your favourite stuff of Ricky's? It, watch out, because he's now going to do a bit of name dropping. Oh, oh, you should be my manager. Oh, we manage my band. Stu, stop and let Chris speak. Okay. <laughs> Chris, please carry on. <laughs> Bang on that impression. Go on, so you know, I, I, this is a good, cool story. It is cool. Um, yeah, well, I've said, I think I said about it on the drunk cast, haven't I? But um, it's for new listeners. But yeah, R- Ricky used to manage my comedy band, and mm. uh, and he wasn't really doing comedy then. He was um, he was a he was a promoter um, and a oh. band manager. Um, he managed Swade. Um, and he was the Ents manager, promoter type guy at the Yulu in London. Good venue. Uh, and then I think he... Was he involved with Texas somehow? Not, no, maybe not that's something else. The hardware shop or the, the band? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the... the... But, uh... <laughs> Tickle Brad over there. <laughs> right there, mate. <laughs> Texas home gear, yeah. Um... Um, but yeah he was um, he then got a job at XFM yes and Um, I love that show I listen to it almost every night it was was, he he went to X when it was at Charlotte Street when it was a real alternative radio Mm. station and it was it was it was great and then obviously um, that's when he met Steve and Carl Carl, and and it all become amazing and 
Yeah, he's done all right, hasn't he? He's built an empire. World yeah. tour now. What's it called? I love that there was just one word, like yeah. uh, proper nouns, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Science, animals, animals. politics, yeah. fame. fame. And then this one's called, I think it's just called Earth or something. Yeah. Oh um, right, cool. Yeah, is, uh, that, is that out or is it? Just he's on tour now. So yeah, no, he's still oh, still shit. happening. As yeah. far as I know, he's still on tour. Um, sold out in minutes. Yeah. And the person at number one is uh, I admire. It's, it's, he's always been slightly ahead. Still selling tickets to a tour now that he's on, which I find really hard to believe. Anyway, so going back to Ricky, yeah, sold out in in seconds. Um, incredible. He's a global megastar, though, isn't he? Like he's yeah, you know, yeah. he's mega famous and and. And I, I think rightly so. He hasn't done anything that's been shit. Everything he's done, like the office, is breakout amazing hit. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's, it's like that's the other maybe thing. Maybe the best yeah. uh, series, comedy series, in my opinion. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it's it was it was oh, probably it's set, it's set a new standard. And it's another thing like Partridge, where it saturates culture, and everyone ends up. Yeah. Doing their own impersonations. I, I have, bizarre enough, I've said it for years, but someone, um, girl I know, put it on um, Facebook the other day that she finds it hard to deal with people that go, I don't like Alan Partridge or I don't like The Office. I find that really weird. I just think, hmm, I don't know if you can be my friend. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because... <laughs> I just, I know when you get them people go, oh, yeah, no, I've seen The Office, but it's like, it's a bit cringy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's the, that's the like, idea there. You know. Are the, you not, are you thinking that they're trying to hide that? Yeah. Well, it's, like, they're announcing that they have a different threshold to you. So it is divisive, isn't it? Just yeah. Yeah. Think, oh, well, then we can't really hang out because I'm yeah. going to say stuff that's as cringy as that, if not yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out my way. And, it uh, does mean and I'm uh, better than them, doesn't it? 100%, mate. Thank well, you. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, Just mate. clarify, yeah. Mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, the other cool thing with Ricky, he used to be a performer himself, very much in a sort of David Bowie-esque sort yeah. of vein. And that gives me hope, because I've just come out of 10 years in the pop industry. Yeah. And I want to be a comic. A lot of them have actually used to be comedians. And Lee Evans plays music still. Like, yeah. Loads loads of comedians, um, I think, are frustrated singers. Mm. Um, and, and I'm not saying you're a frustrated singer. Mm. Just leave the silence there. <laughs> yeah. You should have just held that for a minute. We should have tried to go for a minute. Steve then. Coogan, Tony yep. Ferrero. Was oh, it Ferrero? Yeah, yeah. Tony, what was his? his... Ferrero? I don't know. Yeah, don't Tony know. Ferrero, wasn't it? Was that? I can't feel. Pon- Him. Vic Reeves. You know, Vic Reeves had a number oh, really? one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Dizzy. Oh, yeah, but he and, was a comedian and then he also before had, Dizzy, um, he put, before that, he put out the cover of Born Free. Okay. Um, and so, you know, he they used to sing a lot on their shows right. and stuff. Yeah, he did. Um, Peter Kay. Yeah, yeah. You know, look at Peter Kay. He's he, brought he, out you know. songs since as well, like covers, hasn't he? Because he did really well with that. Yeah, and look at Car Share. Car Share's him basically doing carpool karaoke, you know. Yeah. Um, There's a very strong link between singing and stand-up in the sense yeah. that I think you, you're, you, you, that is a very that's a difficult but also hugely rewarding Yeah, did you say Lee Evans? No, so Lee Evans was my, well, just one of the ones I, I've so much respect for him, but he's just never made but me he, laugh. He but oh, sorry, but he does, yeah. Really, yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, he, he, he ends one the of show. his acts was that Queen thing, wasn't it? Was it a Queen thing? I don't know. He used to close with that, didn't he? Play yeah, piano? Yeah. piano, that's well. right. Yeah. He used to come on on a stool and the stool yeah. keep moving. And um, My person that's at number one has brought out official singles, like songs by the Beatles, like re-recorded and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's that thing of, 
I've spent 10 years doing it, pop music. Unironically, as a serious pursuit, I now have the rest of my career to look back and be like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, try to be serious and get, elicit this emotional response. But there's still a part of me that finds it very, like, very beautiful, tangible thing. So I want to be, I want to freak people out like Bo Burnham. I want people to get to the end of the show and suddenly go, shit, that's real emotion. That's not a yeah, played thing. And he's amazing, so, Bo Burnham. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, he, when I first watched him, I don't know if this is going back 10 years, that might be a bit far. But he was fucking young and super intelligent, and yeah. super talented and musical and um, his stuff on Netflix is just if you like stand up and you're not you're not dialed into Bo Burnham, go and have a little uh, go and have a little go. Yeah. He's 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 cracking. He's definitely in my honourable mentions. Maybe Jocelyn for a top five slot. Sure, uh, Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin, yeah. comedian. That's gonna be. I'm gonna be a female Tim Minchin. Yeah, English female Tim Minchin. I think solid um, option. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I just. So looking back now on what you've done in music, how do you look back on that? Fondly, but I do think that oh, I don't know. It's weird when you. It was never a question. I was always going to do music, and now that's now in question very much. So I've I've put it behind me. And it's weird that I've cultivated ten years of fans, and now I'm going. Stick with me a little bit longer. I promise it will be rewarding. But obviously, some of them are going to disappear. Yeah, so went to so comedy and, and and like they're just the the your your beautiful tones. Do you know what I mean? But, it's but not, not just that. You you know you're a really good pianist, aren't you? I'm fucking amazing. Sorry, right. yeah, I'm alright. I'm good. You are. Thank you. And, I keep, uh, I've got to downgrade it more. That still feels arrogant. I'm maverage. I'm well, quite. I'm I not. I was going to say. I've got to downgrade you. I'm a maverick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do but, play. You know how that uh, comedian was that like, I play all the notes, but not necessarily in the right order. Yeah, I play all the notes in the right order. Every time. Perfectly. But, so, you, you want to sit down now and you've got X amount of creative juices and like that time would, would always be spent sitting, I imagine, at the piano writing yeah. songs. Yeah. So you don't do that now. You sit there and you write comedy now. Yeah, but it's day in, day out. You, I don't, you don't I'm, play the piano anymore. I'll be playing the, I, I, well, I'm booked for the rest of the year to actually play at these prides yeah. and things. I just got back from Barcelona, really yeah. sexy, got my new boobies out for Barcelona. Didn't speak any English. There's a weird communication barrier there. They thought it was like a political protest. You generally find that that, 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 that tits will... They transcend transcend language. And species, in fact. Definitely. Do find animals flock. They're wicked. Um, So anyway, that was off tangent for myself. I apologise. Yeah, I love the piano. I love music. And the cool thing now is that I've now gone to comedy and I love music so much more. I was in the studio the other night after the show for two hours afterwards just listening to stuff on their selection. Like... I'm not now trying to dig it apart. Yeah, because there's, no, there's the pressure's not there. Yeah. Is it? You know, you and can be so inside of something that you act, that the joy of it sort of dis, disappears yeah. a little bit, and a little bit of the mystery as well. So. Well, yeah. And, I had I had friends that that had been in in bands and stuff, and obviously that they were doing bands when I was doing bands, and and I stopped doing music when I'd had enough, and I just thought, right, I've done everything I ever set out to do, you know, and them little bits were, I wanted to be on the telly once. I wanted to have a record on the radio and I wanted to get in a van and go and tour around the country. And I'd done all of that and I was happy with that. Yeah. And I had an album. Yeah. Like, and that was it. Um, whereas a lot of, some of my people that, that, that were in that scene with me at that point, like kind of got more bitter about it. And, and yeah. you know, they would, they would kind of watch award ceremonies and lie on the telly and go, well, fucking they're a load of yeah. shit. Why are they doing that? And we're yeah. not, you know, I never got that. I never got that. I just thought, I've done my bit. 
Like, I think you write your own history as well. How yeah. you settle things and how yeah. you move on and, and the benefits you take from yeah. it. And that is a fucking very healthy and excellent way to yeah. um, to look at life, you know. And um, and also going out feeling strong and confident and like, yeah, fuck, I've, I've done mm. well there. I've enjoyed it. That's a very... But some of your friends clearly haven't. They don't, don't, haven't had that closure. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's, it's quite... Trying to pre-plan your legacy is stupid and dangerous. Like you think, oh, I want to I be like Bowie. I want to go through these phases of my career creatively. I then want to do this and do this instead of just letting it happen or not letting it, making it happen and enjoying it retrospectively. Yeah. And I was a victim of that for sure. Like, um, that, I'm, right, I quit music really because I brought out a single, this new single after the show, spent more money on it than I've earned for like the last 10 years and it's, yeah. ne- it's not going to come back through that one single. And I, I stupidly stepped out. I've lost all the will to live, and I stepped out in front of a car, which is I used to describe it as stupid. Stupid. And my girlfriend recently corrected me and said, "No, that's selfish, is what that is." And she's absolutely yeah. right. It's so fucking selfish. Um, but I'd left a good forty yards between me and the car, unbeknownst to me. So it just ground to a very slow halt, which Lost I found. Powers. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I thought it was. Say- yeah. Clean your windows, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I sort of thought it was the end, and it wasn't in a very commie, tragic way. And I just stepped on the other side of the road, and I was like, the only way I can get through this is to be aware of the ridiculous absurdity and irony of it all. Oh, no, I can't no, keep no, going. No, no. Ridiculous is the, the distance. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was mad. No! Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a bird from the yeah. voice? Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, and so. Yeah, right. So I, I went through that experience, reevaluated everything. Is like that a watershed then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, people always talk. I, I think you retrospectively try and find a moment. You're like, where did everything change? But I knew in real time, that's oh, this, everything's just changed now. I'm actually going to pursue something that, that I feel is real. I'm saying something real. And it's because that last single, I, I shouldn't really bad mouth it because we have to recoup the stuff. I'm wearing this hat now, by the way, that you can see. <laughs> I've got about 400 of these in my shed. <laughs> We're trying to shift them. So I okay, picked one the other day. Maybe I'll wear it around about. Um, all this merchandise and everything that's locked down. So I wear it now as a reminder of that ridiculous chapter and how absurd it was that we put so much into it. Right, so Cav, your cousin, yeah, has directed and filmed like all six of my music videos. All first five, amazing, all original ideas. Sixth one, we suddenly had a budget and was like, oh, fuck, I've forgotten how to make a video. Right, right. we like muscle cars. People like tits. People, oh, let's have a room full of kids, like school of rock star, because I can't have an original thought. This is all my ideas. Yeah. And Cab graciously went along and did a very good job of making it. It's like six foot champagne glass with a spinning woman in it. It's like, this is all so cliche, but we're like, that's how you make a music video. And it's... um. I'm not proud of it. Like right. I, I love, the, I do love the video and I love the song. Not, it's not me. Right, that's what I mean. I'm not proud of it because I can't feel a personal attachment. If someone else had done it, I'd go. Yeah, that's key though. Cool. That, that's so Definitely. true. That's yeah. so true. Like I think that's the fact that you're aware of that. Yeah, Ed Scrine like, said a lot of that in, on yeah. the Ed Scrine podcast with us. Um, where he says it's got to mean, it's got to be real. It's got to mean something to me. If it don't, there's no fucking it. point. It isn't. And, and yeah, it's a means to an end that you it, don't even know maybe want. Yeah. It's, it's, it becomes hollow and people people pick up on that. People, you know, people sometimes are like, oh, right. When you really mean something. And, and I think why, why when our you podcast really... has done quite well is because it is very natural here. We don't hold anything back. We spent 40 minutes talking about my enema. <laughs> and it's very relaxed and we don't edit that. And, and I think people are drawn to that because it is real. You know? but, but, and, and when it's real, you either... 
love it or hate it. Like, and I'm talking about like me doing this now. I, I love doing this. Like, but then there's, you know, there's other things I do that I really, really hate. But it, it's real though. And like, mm. and I think if you're just doing something for the sake of it, there's no emotional involvement because you just started and you like, don't want it to finish or yeah. you can't let it finish. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and and I think like it's took me quite a long time to get to that point. And I think everyone gets to that point when I just think I'll just say no to that. I don't want to do that anymore no. because I'm, I'm not enjoying it. And like, and it's, what's the point? Like, you know, I'm not getting anything. I'm not being scared by it. I'm not being, you know, I'm not, fearful yeah. of it I'm not loving it I'm not laughing at it it's not evoking anything like completely agree. yeah not yeah. adding to a, a so legacy think, or anything yeah you, you, you've got to be yeah well that's it I don't mind doing stuff I don't like if it's part of if it's a I just always thought it was always what I was going to do now and did you enjoy it when you was doing it because obviously you I, know up until I love the right I have so much respect for the voice especially when I was on BBC that experience it's not a coincidence that I quit music on the most successful year of my entire career because mm. I just hit a ceiling. I was like, oh, there's nobody up there. <laughs> yeah. just, this yeah. is meant. Everyone's just doing the best they can and not really understanding how it works. Um, so I did love it up until I then tried to be the thing that I was supposed to be coming. Yeah, that's it. I jumped to a place that I thought I was supposed to be and I'm, I'm aimed wrong. Can I, just, can I just say if like um, people haven't seen you perform, yeah, um, you performing a woman's work, um, by Kate Bush. Yeah, with, uh, I don't know the question. Theo Llewellyn, Battle Round of the Voice, yeah. um, 2016. You reduced Boy George and Paloma to tears. Yeah, it was um, not not because you were shit, <laughs> like um, <laughs> because it was fucking beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. And I have watched you. it a lot, and it's he's fucking beautiful and. That ain't an easy song to take on. No. And that's, a, that's a brave step because you don't fuck with Kate Bush and like, especially that song as well. And both of you fucking smashed it home. And then at the end, the kind of crescendo when you step up and your voice moves up. And oh man, it's. The, and the filming for that episode, I'm really proud that they left it in. Oh, I. Cried my eyes out, and I was on live—not live. It was all pre-recorded until the quarterfinals. Saying to Paloma, "I don't want to be a parody of a woman. I'm a transgender person. I have yeah. to live with that every yeah. single day. Don't mm. make me do a song that's two times my the key I yeah. can reach." Yeah. She said, "Don't worry about it." So I did come out in lower than him. Yeah. At first, and the great thing about that was that there was no sense of competition. He'd do an amazing in rehearsal. He'd do an amazing trill, which is you know like a, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And simultaneously, I'd be going. That's amazing. Do that, and shit, you're gonna win, and I'm gonna be out. But yeah. there was no barrier, so we're both so proud of that performance. Yeah, um, yeah, I loved it, and um, I'm really proud of all that stuff on there. Last song I did, the um, the song I went out on, Bruce Springsteen's uh, Dancing in the Dark. Up in the evening. Yeah. yeah, that was not Bruce by any stretch. That was a bit Morrissey version of Bruce. There, yeah, <laughs> but um, we changed it with 12 hours to go. Because it wasn't working, the other one. And it, I went out on it, and I'm so happy that I did because I chose it. It was straight from the heart. The band picked it up in two seconds. It was that was an amazing journey. If it, if do? I'd ended, you if Deacon I, Blue, didn't you? Deacon Blue is actually my favourite, and I did this woman's work by Dylan, which is no. Like, oh, sorry, no, I didn't. Just like a woman. Just like a woman by yeah. Dylan. Um, and I like that because it's like a coy almost way of it's like yeah. a, I'm trying to make it into a trans anthem, be like, 
Yeah, the, you, I'm not just, I am a woman. Yeah, but it's like one of my favourite Dylan records. It's a great so. tune, right? Jeff Buckley does an amazing version, and that's why I like it. Bit yeah. of trivia, I uh, got my inspiration from this woman's work by Gwyneth Paltrow's version. Believe it or not, she does an amazing version. Wow. Obviously, I'm for Kate, but... Like, As did, I think, was it Maxwell, or was it... Maxwell did this woman's work. Yeah, yeah, that's where Theo got his side of it. Oh, so really? big confluence of inspirations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, I did uh, uh, Shake It Out by Florence and the Machine as well. That's right. That's yeah. right. Are we at the top spot? We are. We're at fucking number one. Let's go straight to the A. What, what is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's got to be a running thing in the, in, in the podcast. <laughs> Straight yeah, to, yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely worming its way in there, isn't it? <laughs> 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 um, number one on my list, and he always has pipped it to the post. So many hours of enjoyment and inspiration. Uh, Mr. Russell Brand. Yes. I know you guys are... Good Big choice. Fans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Going to see him next month. Oh, really? Yeah. Are oh, you going at Southend? Uh, no, no, I'm away. Otherwise, I absolutely would. Yeah. I'm only oh, around bugger, the corner. that's all sold out, isn't it, obviously? Mm. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see that. I'll yeah. just have to see. He's... Um, He's gone through a crazy journey, uh, kind of a similar trajectory to um, Ricky Gervais, in the sense that he'd go on the show, he had Matt Morgan and uh, back Trevor Locke. Back on X. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. on X. Um, and now he's again now. He's on mm. uh, X. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. sorry, yeah, he's X. And he's on Radio 6 as well. Yeah. Um, I've got Trevor Locke coming onto the podcast as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Who's so Trevor Locke? Sorry, how He was their sort of third party, his yeah. comedian, kind of surrealist, what, looks a little he was bit. on with Matt? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. He's, still, he's still got what's his face, hasn't he? The poet. Yes, Mr. Uh, G. Yeah, Mr. G. Matt Morgan. Yeah. They're both still on X with him now. Um, still up to his old tricks. The other day they got they went off topic a bit, and it felt like the old days because it's been watered down a little bit. I feel for yeah. X because of the political. They still get Noel Gallagher on. Like, yeah, once in a while. Yeah, he, yeah, I think it was on the right. first episode. Um, so funny. Like we all remember all those like old catchphrases and stuff and they can't not pop up because they're just part of our consciousness yeah. now yeah, um, his specials are amazing uh, first heard of him are uh, Big Brother's Big Mouth and like most people thought you're really annoying <laughs> and he's just yeah. I've just I'm glad that I re-evaluated you can't he's not quite erratic and gregarious wasn't he on that and I think that was probably it wasn't that he did a he had his own sort of show I think before that didn't he that they were trying was that on Channel 4 yeah Ponderland um, was one of his Ponderland, shows it might have been Ponderland and then I saw him on Big Brother's Big Mouth I don't know my, my memory might be playing tricks on me but yeah, I, I was kind of impressed right. I found it funny but I wasn't well, drawn he, to it religiously every week that it came out I sort of dialed in and out of it and he grew up literally 200 metres right. from where we're sitting now right. you know, yeah. literally just, right. just across the road over yeah. there I always say that uh, Russell Brand and Scroobius Pip the two people I genuinely get starstruck around before I met them and I think it's subconsciously because I lived in Tilbury which is one town away from each of them I was just sort of setting myself up for success <laughs> that I'd bump into them yeah. so it's like it's conserving my energy um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's always and uh, obviously first uh, guest on the Distraction Pieces podcast was Mr. Mm. Russell Brand. So they're all tight knit. I'm just amazing. ingratiating myself with you guys now, bit by bit. My, right, my life has been me closing in on Russell Brand. I noticed this the other day. We share a, a makeup artist, um, and we talked about we talk about him sometimes. And then the other day, someone gave me his dad's number, and I'm sure I'm sure they're I've a got strange his dad's number. Right. <laughs> It's just like I'm weaving in, but not, I'm not trying to. I'm just noose. accidentally a weird stalker. The noose is being tightened. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you there, Chris. No, I'm just no, very no. passionate about no, Russell no, Brand. Cool. No, did you I, get? I, to he's the, a, yeah, he's did a you guy get worth getting passionate. Sorry, about. I, I think I spoke. Have I spoke previously about the 
the, the gig he done for my friend. Yeah, yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, in um, Grey's Town Centre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was pretty just, dope. What an absolute ledge for doing that. He is. And, like, and it was just brilliant. It was such a great show as well. And yeah, I've, I've seen him probably more than I've seen any other comedian as well. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen him a lot. Yeah. yeah, he's. Um, I think his stand-up is wicked. I think he's really fucking funny. Um, and I like his, I like his views. Yeah, I just like yeah. the thing is how he's evolved and grown as a human being. I l- love him for that, and I get frustrated when people sort of like. It's a bit like you know what you're saying about the office. And people say, oh, it's a bit cringy. When people go, oh, not fucking Brad, not that wanker, I'm kind of like, I sort of half get what you're saying because what you're saying about sometimes he can he can be a bit, you know, loud. But he's fucking brilliant. And I love how he is very much like Joe Rogan. I, I see those two very Yeah, but Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is alpha male, isn't he? Yes. Right. And, like, and I think yeah. that's the thing, the yeah. fact that Russell Brand, you know, you will get, a lot of blokes going yeah, a bit of a fucking wrong and isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, you Doesn't know. hurt with the ladies, though, eh? No, no but I mean, that guy and, and, and again, that don't do him the favours, I don't think, yeah. because he's super confident, he's a proper funny geezer, yeah. and he's very successful with ladies, mm. and people love him. And I think a lot of men don't like that yeah. because he's not that alpha male. He's, you know, that, uh, he's no, flamboyant. I think, I, think, I think people get, like, I think alpha males and you know, in the, you know the, the the towns I grew up in, definitely Basildon. That's that's flipping what their idea of what a man is on its head, and they're like they're threatened by that. They feel they fear in it. Absolutely. And like George um, Carlin says, you're scared of the inner gay. Like a lot of the guys who are like, rrr, 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 it's like you're scared a little bit of the inner gay, the little bit of you that doesn't un- quite understand it. Maybe slightly, oh slightly yeah. attracted to him, you know. And so you're like, oh, don't understand it. Want to keep that away because. I've always been sort of anti woolly woofters and poofters and 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 woolly woofters. I remember that. But, that, but that is kind of like yeah. how how guys get. And you're saying that you're such a good difference if we between ever go Joe on to and we call that to a woolly woofters, woolly woofters tour, woolly woofters and poofters. That's a brilliant <laughs> name for a tour. Because <laughs> yeah. only our fans would realise that we're not utter horrible bastards. No, there, everyone no. else would be like, "Oh fucking hell, what are those guys getting on about?" <laughs> Except for people from Basildon and Grays and Tilbury, will be like, "Yeah, the Woolly Wolfers and Buffers toys." <laughs> yeah, they're they're ripping right into them, and then we go on, "Hi guys." <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, on, on the brilliant. yeah, on the I was just slotting that in there. Um, the last time we attempted to record this, we were talking on a similar vein. Yeah. And as a trans person, woman, it's different for trans yeah. guys. I get that. There's an inherent thing. People, they a lot of guys need to walk up to me and announce to me that they're not gay before they start talking to me. And yeah. the main, I guess, uh, the tension comes from you get a lot of guys saying, um, "I couldn't date a trans woman." Because he used to be a man, and I always have to come back with, I'm sorry to blow your mind, but anyone that you've ever slept with used to be a child. Mm. And I feel like that's worse in some way. <laughs> yeah. Now, not is that it? the Catholic Church would agree, <laughs> but it is, it's a lot worse. Um, so have you, have you, that, that blows my mind because it's such an interesting um, explanation, isn't it, that people wouldn't yeah. probably think about. Have you had to deal with quite a lot of moronic shit? Yeah, but it's really weird that the amount of. Um, the people trying to meet you halfway and falling massively short is funny. I'm a yeah. comedian now. This my, I get fueled by taxi drivers' conversations. This guy goes to me before. He's talking about 
He was like, I know what you're going through because I've got some gay mates, which is a completely different thing. Yeah, I happen yeah. to be in... Right, here's the thing. I, I've got a girlfriend, right? So I'm gay because I didn't used to be. I transitioned into yeah. a woman and now I'm gay. I have to tick a different box in the gum <laughs> clinic uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he goes to me, I've got gay mates. Um, so I know what you're going through. And he's got a, a, he's got, he's got a stoma. So he sounds a bit like Zippy from Rainbow. That's an awful thing to say, wow. but it's just true. So he goes, no, Zippy or Bungle, the other one. Um, so he's like, I think he's got his toe, mate. Anyway, he sounds like he's from Mungo and he goes, um, yes, I've oh, got... What? One of them. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I've not seen it, but he's, I know he's got something. And I think that's why he's... Where you, they push the thing in and... Like they're shaving, but not. <laughs> well, yeah, he talks like like it's coming out of two holes, I think. <laughs> it's like a second, there's like a second echo when like he talks. Like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's got a mouth and a blow. I ride it, I ride it. <laughs> No, you know yeah. like, oh, I see what you mean. No, no, not that. The box. The not, no, not one. the box. The, right. He's got like a hole because of. Right. I guess at some point it was they've had to add a thing, but um, but he's, he's fine. He's he's a healthy guy now. I know what you mean though. Yeah, the boxes. He goes, I've got my eats that are gay in that, and um, I'm not gay. They always have to tell you I'm not gay, but sometimes when we're out and about, I think, oh, I'll be gay. You know, not like that, not like that. But I'll have a glass of wine. <laughs> That's quite gay. I love that. That's super that's gay. That's, that's the, I love that that's his way of meeting me halfway. He's like, I know what you're going through because I'll sometimes have a glass of wine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just to clarify, I mean, yeah. I'm not gay. Sure. Um, they're, they're, they're my wife's. The pint glasses, they're mine. <laughs> sure. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just drink, yeah, yeah. I'll just drink lager. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. No, we only have lager, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Won't drink none cool. of that woolly woof the wine. Just to make it, just to make it completely clear. <laughs> clear. Oh! <laughs> But yeah, coming back to Russell, I don't know. Maybe that's why I gravitated towards him because he's that gender fluidness. Um, that, that's what causes. The, 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 I think people are threatened by that because yeah. he's he's so successful with it. Like well, the Mark Bolan type syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really can Mark Bolan, but obviously the ladies loved him. I think like Russell Brand fancies himself a bit of a Mark Bolan. And yeah, this journey has gone, as you say, Chris. The journey has gone, and he's amazing. He's now studying religious, like texts he's in university he's gone to a, just a normal university not a famous yeah. person university um he's had a baby he's leveling up man he's been leveling up for years yeah. and, and that's what i love and he's open and honest and he and he he's candid about his behavior even now he's not perfect and i like that you you really he talks how he is in here and how people can't be drawn to that is 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 a thing, and he's fucking funny. Like, yeah, let's fu- not forget that. He's Fundamentally, not, he's not only really, really good at stand up, and you know, uh, and improvising and, and confidence yeah. is there. Yeah, and getting people thinking about stuff at, that's not necessarily comedy at his comedy shows. Oh yeah, he's fucking great at that. And like, but even like, you know, you look at him on, on like Question Time and things like that, and he's a smart fella, and the fact that He's got influence because, mm. you know, the, 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 I don't know what the stats are on people that watch the trues and stuff like that. It's, it's huge. It's, it's huge, so, yeah. isn't it? And like, and you know, we've seen in the in the recent election that social media and young people are mm-hmm. key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and know, rising up as well. Uh, and like, there's and, more and intelligent and arguments. And I think coming. that when you've got someone that is telling you, and and I think fundamentally, a lot of what Russell Brown says is just just think for yourself a little bit and don't trust everything that gets put in front of you. Do you know, mm. question stuff. Mm. And I think, you know, that is the root of a lot of what he says. Mm. And I just think if someone that's funny, cool, handsome, 
off the telly, he's telling you to do that. A lot of young yeah. people are going to be far more, res- you know, are going to be taken in by that than than some kind of politician that looks like some boring old middle-aged yeah who you can't relate to who who they can't relate to who had like you know had that sort of already they were born into that class system and wants to tell us all how to live when they've got a really little idea of it russell's been a fucking heroin addict man he's had serious addiction problems and he's and 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 he's come out of it oh my god golden and he, he gave that amazing quote about the way people talk about him talking about politics. He said, when I had no money, they said I couldn't talk about it because I didn't understand. Now I've got money, they say I can't talk about it because I don't understand. Yeah. It's like, no, that is literally has yeah. gone full spectrum. He now yeah. has the authority to yeah. talk about this stuff. My p- partner's landlord the other day proper, actually shouted at me. I found it really aggressive because he was saying, I was saying I love Russell Band and he goes, oh, that twat that told everyone not to vote like four years ago. Russell himself has since reviewed that whatever people's feelings are about that. But obviously does show that People know that he has an influence. This guy's 60, 70 years old, this landlord, and he was really annoyed. He was like, mm. I will never be able to forgive him for that. I'm like, well, he's, mm. he's telling people to vote now. <laughs> he's, yeah. yeah. But and that's okay for him to have that opinion. Then. Of course and it is. It, and like he said, and again, it's that whole thing of, yeah, well, I was very passionate, and that's kind of what I believed at the time. I've le- I'm more learned now. I've grown. And that's not what the I think The situation now. has changed. And that's fine. And what fucks me off about politics in particular is their inability to fucking just go... I fuck that right up. I would yeah. much rather follow someone who's that candid. Uh, you know what, what I did that, and that was all really bad. Yeah, I, I fucked that up. But I am a human being, and I've learned from it, and this is what I've learned. Cool, because that is how you learn. Constantly being in denial is is really the definition of stupidity. You can't grow if you constantly don't face your own shortcomings. And what, just quickly, you guys said something earlier, is that what I think makes him one of the best comedians and what always makes a, a, a top-notch comedian is someone who can be funny and, and political. Um, you know, Bill Hicks was a fucking great example of that as well. Like, he would he would be ripping American policy all the time and it was it was really, it was it was on point. And yeah. listen back to it now and I'm like, Jesus, that, that's funny. You, if you can make that funny and people can learn from it, you're kind of feeding them their greens with a little bit of sugar on top. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's funny. It's also, is it true? Yeah. You go away yeah. and think about it. There's loads of stuff from the trues to his book um, to the podcast. When he did the podcast with Pip, my heart was in my throat because there's loads of stuff that I've been reading and following over the last 10 years that I've felt about, that I've believed and I've been very quiet on and didn't really want to discuss it. And there's him talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. I do think that that's the way we're going. So, yeah, I, good choice, Russell mm, Brand. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Let's get that Essex boy on here one day. Eh? Oh, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hassle him on Twitter, guys. So come and. What would he do? Top five. Top five. His haircuts. Yeah. He's had some. That's He's not had very a few good. Barnets. I don't no. know how who would clarify. David Beckham might be able to do top five. He done. Hands. He done Desert Island Disc, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he put. They'll show in his yeah. in his list, yeah, and lots of Smiths, and he got to interview Morrissey, like he went to Morrissey's house, yeah, and yeah. like Morrissey don't give up that kind of shit no. for anyone. No, he's, he was very fond of him, wasn't he? Morrissey was very fond of Russell, obviously yeah. reciprocated, but yeah, um, 
And Russell mate, used to keep thinking there was coded messages from Morrissey on his albums and stuff. Like after <laughs> the, after he met him, not before he met him. He's not mental. Brilliant. Yeah, he said one of the covers he's wearing a West Ham shirt, and he's like, yeah. he did that because of me. Russell's <laughs> <Brilliant. laughs> a West Ham fan. Yeah, there was a, uh, there was a night apparently in a in a restaurant in America, uh, and it was Russell Brand, Noel, and Morrissey, and I thought I'd like to have been there. I'd like to have had a beer around that table, yeah. and that would have been a fucking yeah. fascinating conversation Russ and Mozza mm. yeah I think I'd uh... that or Liam Gallagher in bed with uh, Steve Coogan <laughs> yeah it's a good show in the middle it's of a that good um, who, who will be your, your, your um, top five dinner guests oh okay Russell Brands Maria Bamford Joe Rogan Louis <laughs> CK Ricky Jace. Uh I don't know that's on the spot have we got a time for a third hour <laughs> um, well, right. well go on we'll do We've right, if we, it would be selfish for me to take up all five chairs, so maybe chuck in one each. And well, we've well, got a load, you've got fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. All right, different sort of context. Switching it up. Well, no, <laughs> switching it up. He said his first option. Yeah. Who was your first option? You. Oh, it was <laughs> oh, oh, that's adorable. That's me restored first, my faith in humanity. <laughs> Word. <laughs> right. That is, we were we was gonna start with a little our own rendition of Dream. Uh, things can only get better. Dream, wonderfully started by Jordan and uh, one, wonderfully ended by a huge saying word in an American accent. You always have a go at me for being American. I kind of get it now. That was, that was the one time where an accent was not solicited by Stu. <laughs> Every other time an accent is required and you don't have one. Freestyle. Freestyle. You freestyle accent. Yeah. We've had to... Um, obviously, that, that podcast finished quite abruptly because um, we ended up filling up the memory card with Waffle in the first part mm-hmm. and then um, Jordan's... Um, Golden choices in the second. Yes. Um, and it was good fun. And... Uh, yeah, what else should we? What else do we have to talk about? When we wrap things up. Well, we have to thank Jordan, don't we? Well, Jordan's exactly. still here, yeah, so Jordan's we're recording here. these afterwards. It's so normally we kind of do these post-recording and kind of just slag off all our guests. We'll slag off the guests, won't we? Yeah, but um, we we haven't got that opportunity at the moment because <laughs> Jordan's sitting right here. Jordan thinks these are the intros and outros, but they're not going to be. Yeah, yeah. Be completely different. Yeah, this is all for appearances. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's absolutely. Um, so you've popped our guest intro and outro cherry. That is a niche reference, but I'll yep. take it. Yes. That's the kind of girl mm. I am. Um, maybe you should mention, obviously, the live show, because that's going to be sick. Sick live cakes. Podcast. We're doing a live show, aren't we? Yeah, man. Um, are you coming? Well, I'll come along if I can actually do something when I'm there and I don't get shafted again for the first <laughs> half. <laughs> You know we'll I mean? get you up to talk, and then we'll just talk about ourselves. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, no, 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 come up, come up, come up. Anyway, um, so I was in the oh, oh, position. Yeah, oh, I um, jokes aside, yeah, of course I'm gonna be there. I love it. Right. I might get some t-shirts, and get some merch. Oh, that's and, fantastic! And come um, up on stage. Yeah, literally in that in yeah. in certain instances. Yeah, and you know, we'll throw in a plus one of a guest as well. No, nah, don't don't worry about no, that. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. no one else is that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I just feel duty bound. Yeah, I feel obliged to go because I'm sat between the pair of yeah. you at the moment. But um, 
Congrats, because that's sick. That's really cool, man. I'm really excited. It's, it's Looking selling to quite it. quickly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And now, like, someone said, ain't you going to be nervous in front of 100 people? And I'm like, oh, Sorry, oh, who said yeah. that to you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, was your granddad? My cockney shoe. Or was it Uncle Albert? It was my cockney shoe shiner. Oh, right. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So now I'm like, oh, God. That's going to be crazy. I think we'll be fine. I'll drink five litres of um, organic coffee before we start. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I, I was thinking about it last night. I was thinking, that's going to come around really soon. And mm-hmm. we haven't actually prepped anything. We've asked a few people to come on stage and um, and be involved. And um, so Jordan's going to be there. Um, uh, Riker's there. Riker's doing some little giveaways. Um, Master Chef Tony is going to be there, and yep. I'm going to try and get Tony to to, to provide some kind of um, food to pass around. Trent. I don't know what. Interesting. Like, um, but yeah, and obviously we're going to invite um, Gal, and uh, and if we can, uh, if he's not fucking being all super cool in like LA or hanging out of um, hanging out with Samuel <laughs> Jackson. Like, uh, we'll try and get the hairy one along. We'll get Pippi Longstockings yeah. down there, yeah, yeah for sure. Brett and, will um, probably come down, won't he? If you oh, asked him, yeah, Brett yeah. Do he anything. said as long he, we spoke to him today. He said as long as he's not gigging, he's yeah. there, which makes me think he's desperately now trying to book a, a, a <laughs> yeah. time for the tenth yeah. of August. Definitely. Oh, sorry, it's a gig in a living room, yeah. mate. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, just doing a fun run for Monkeys <laughs> Against Machine Guns. Yeah, I won't be able to make it. <laughs> 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 for the new world of Planet of the Apes. Um, yeah, um, but I think from what we've discussed so far is it's we're going to have like ge- uh, we're going to have guests on. We're going to have uh, viewers give their recommendations for top fives. We're going to have do, people do you mean come cr- up and say listeners, listeners. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Right. And uh, did you actually mean the crowd? The crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- right. Those that are sitting there. Um, yeah. At the Hoxton Bar and Grill, um, which is a great venue. There's a really yeah. nice um, bar, and then the, the, the room that you're going to be in is going to be all seated and done out nice. The stage is going to be done out kind of cool. We're going to have some desks up there and, and comfy chairs, and you can come up and, and have a drink with us and ask some questions. And I've dropped Craig a message. He said he might show up. Really? Yep, yep, yep. He might okay. do a guest slot. That'd be interesting. Mm. Uh, yep. He's the sort of guard, imagine, giving himself an enema. He's the sort of guy who let someone else give him an enema. Think <laughs> in the right circumstances. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.